Captain's log, stardate 2023.5. On our way to our next assignment, we picked up a distress call of unknown origin. When played over the speakers on the bridge, it was a horrifying wail of terror, horror and despondency, shredding your nerves and chilling your soul. It was only when I saw the bridge crew convulsed with laughter, I realized it was not a horrifying distress call. They had put on a copy of my CD, The Transform Man. Court Marshals will commence tomorrow. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in our long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Stephen. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... Getting so old that he actually wore pyjamas last night. It was cold! What? It was cold! I I had to have a shower halfway through the evening, so I put Mm. my pyjamas on. You wore clothes (laughs) to bed, Instead of lounging around like The pyjama trousers were Marvel trousers, (laughs) and the pyjama top is an animal top. I, oh, I couldn't be bothered to take them off. I wore my socks to bed last night. Oh, <laughs> you're a bunch of wussies. <laughs> we talk animal as in uh, the Muppets. The Muppets, the Muppets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> his and his socks. My gremlin's trousers and oh. a Kermit t-shirt. Oh, oh, I wear to really bed. good. <laughs> Jean, I, I what a, do you wear to bed? I, I have a nice little kitty cat that likes to curl up underneath the bed with me. Oh. So you <laughs> it's just you. You and your pussy. This is me and my pussy. My pussy. <laughs> what do you wear to bed? Just my pussy. Can I have See, to the call joke you... was funnier yeah. the first time it was talked. <laughs> Can I have to call you Mrs. Slocum? <laughs> Moving rapidly on. <laughs> oh, I quit. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, strange bridge locks besides. It's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Mm. More Pertwee going blue. John Devon Roland Pertwee has another Blu-ray box set of his Doctor Who stories on the way, these being from season nine. Jehoshaphat! The stories in question, all from 1972, are Day of the Daleks, The Curse of Peladon, The Sea Devils, The Mutants, and The Time Monster. Special features include a piece on stuntman Stuart Fell, Katie Manning and Friends revisiting film locations, more behind the sofa, a profile on director Michael E. Bryant, and a making of The Time Monster. Fans of the Sea Devils audio track can rejoice in a Hooray! 5.1 and even a Dolby Atmos mix. Of the limited edition version of the collection season nine is currently set for the 20th of March. Mm. Oh, so we could have the Sea Devil music just coming out oh, yes. from all angles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the last of I'm us. I'm not sure calling it music is... Uh, um, coincidentally, broadest that's definition. his orgasm noise. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when he's wearing his Marvel pyjamas. Oh, <laughs> it's so, got pockets. It's got pockets. <laughs> so we've just got to stand outside looking up at your bedroom window until I hear... <laughs> <laughs> then you can see my elephant impersonation. <laughs> the Last the of Us. No. Oh. oh, The Last of Us. Second TV season confirmed. Yes. Mm. With only two episodes broadcast, HBO bucks the current trend and renewed The Last of Us for another season. Writer and exec producer Craig Mason said of this, I'm so grateful to Neil Druckmann and HBO for our partnership. And I'm even more grateful to the millions of people who have joined us on this journey. The audience has given us the chance to continue, and as a fan of the characters and world Neil and the Naughty Dog created, I couldn't be more ready to dive back in. Episodes simulcast on HBO and Sky Atlantic, now TV, on Sunday evenings in the US, (laughs) and at 2am on Monday mornings in the UK. Aren't they brilliant? Mm. Oh, I've so I've good. never watched The Last of Us. You know, so, so that's what you've what been doing at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, um, I'm pretending I've got insomnia. I'm watching <laughs> The Last of Us. It, it yeah, what, what can to you do to, to sell it to me? It depends. Are you into zombies? You will be. It, it is. It is a twist on the zombie. Yeah. And the fact that it's a, an actual mould. That... It's an infection. The human mm. race has fallen right. foul of an infection. Yeah. And one little girl has been bitten by one of these zombies and hasn't turned into one of them Ooh. because she's immune. And they've got to get her to a safe place to steal her blood and make a vaccine. But of course, society is completely collapsed mm-hmm. and broken oh, down. Oh, buggered. Yeah. Why does The Walking Dead keep coming to mind? Uh, it is mm. a spin on that. Yeah. But this this was a game. This was a, ah, it's, right. it's a yeah. TV series based it, yeah. on so two a spin games. off from a video game. It started yeah. off in mm-hmm. life as a game, and the games are just amazing. I, and and we, we, we were discussing our position in the forthcoming apocalypse, weren't we? Oh yeah, we we were trying to work out, you know, how well mm-hmm. we'd do, okay. and we figured, you know, that bit before the credits. Mm-hmm. We'd die then. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about as far as I've played in the game so far. Yeah, we'd be a splat off screen mm-hmm. as yeah. they're building up the story. We would have um, retroactively imploded. Yeah, because we, we knew standing we wouldn't there, stand sort of... a chance. What's we had that? We, we splat. Had, <laughs> we had amazing plans about overtake uh, taking over Tesco's in the tin aisle, mm. tin food aisle, and taking over his work because it's all pharmaceuticals. It's, it's all, it's all vitamin that. B's, A's. Mm. We, quite frankly, as we crossed the road in Manor Royal to go and do this, <laughs> we'd get run over by the convoy of people trying to get out of crawling. Yeah. 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 We yeah, would not happen. do well in no. our pockets. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. But yeah, so the TV series is based on the game, and they've re- recreated so it, like, ah, essentially right. scene by scene mm-hmm. to the game, but changed it slightly. Absolutely brilliant. Is Sorry, it, Jean, you're looking impatient. <laughs> is it a splatterfest, or is there elements of fun in it? Oh, no, it's, it's not a splatterfest. Mm. It's, a, it's a proper story. It's... I, I, I would say, to an answer to your question, actually, yes. Mm. It is a splatterfest, no. but there is elements of fun in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's a splatterfest at all. That's what makes it so good because it creeps up on you. Oh yeah, it's really good. Like suspense. Zombies. 
It was a splatter fest when I played it on the give me pain level. Yeah. <laughs> but that's probably nothing to do with the game. That's just the fact you like killing things. Well, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, there is, uh, digressing slightly, there is something I do like that fake Keith mentioned to me. What was that? She's sitting there watching the TV series mm-hmm. and she's holding a virtual... They were going into this building and I was trying to make them go a certain way. It's not that good yet. Yeah, it just didn't work. It's like um, with the other day when I tried to control Z, the fact that I spilt my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and what exactly is the give me pain level? Oh, it's really... You have the let's just do the story with occasional wallopings level mm-hmm. all the way up through to the balance between story and walloping oh, right. and then mm-hmm. the give me pain level which is basically runs screaming through the game <laughs> frantically trying to kill everything that comes towards you that's a good stress release level oh okay mm-hmm. yeah you see I had that choice when I started playing Guardians today but I went with option two uh, so I have the story but a little bit of action yeah that's the best way to do yeah. it <laughs> every now and then if you're pissed off just try the, the doom give me level. pain level mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the doom level. You won't last long, but God, it will be messy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, any more news? Moving back, yeah, to, moving back to the news. <laughs> moving back to the plot. DC, Titans and Doom Patrol. Doom. No. Oh, no. The gutting of DC live action projects continues, with the TV series Titans and Doom Patrol both having now been sent to the barn after so many before them. Why do I hear Doom Patrol and think of something like a patrol of dogs or something? It just sounds like such Not a... Paw Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For a strange old woman. <laughs> just in my head. Both will finish after their upcoming fourth seasons, which are due to air on HBO Max later this year. After the inevitable social media backlash, James Gunn pointed out that the discussion to counsel both series came before his appointment as joint CEO of DC Studios, as did the previous cancellations. Time will tell just Ooh. how quickly these clear decks will make way for whatever Gunn and co have in mind. Mm. So basically he joined and said, it wasn't me, Governor, it was yeah. the last one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It happened before we got there. Yeah, they were clearly... I didn't rescind it either. <laughs> well, it's probably too late by that point. You've released people in their contracts. Yeah, um, gutted the sets. And, yeah. yeah. So they obviously the manager of the DC or Warner Bros. just wanted to clear everything. Yeah. And yeah. then bring in Gunn to yeah. start afresh. Mm-hmm. I, I got somewhere in Titans. Can't remember where I last was watching it. I haven't seen Doom Patrol. I've never seen. I've never seen Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. It's all the first season, I think, of Titans. Titans. Yeah. I've never seen Doom Patrol or Titans. I get. Mm-hmm. I got confused with that and Teen Titans. Which is brilliant. It's weird. The shine is wearing off a bit for me for the Marvel stuff, but even a bad Marvel is still heads and shoulders above yeah. a DC. They just <laughs> don't seem to have found a way of doing it that makes it real fantasy instead and, of silly fantasy. Yeah, well, I have to. I personally wait until Gun takes the helm and probably yeah, yeah. but at the moment it is far too scattershot to me for me I don't know it could go forever but I think it's probably better they just keep doing their own separate things mm. like, for example the Batman was brilliant or Joker was brilliant but the, all the Snyderverse stuff yeah, has been, yeah which Joker mm-hmm. which Batman the Batman yeah yeah no which one we've had uh as in the film, the Batman. Yeah, 20, yeah. I mean, that, that's the trouble. So, which Batman are we going on about? 
That's what I mean by scattershot. So many yeah, Spider-Mans, so many... Ba- yeah, yeah, I haven't got yeah. that many yeah, sort but of at like least Iron Mans. But at least yeah. with uh, Marvel, they built it up slowly. Yeah. Whereas DC, I want it all and we want it now. Mm. We want to catch up with Marvel. Yeah. This is how we don't yeah. do it. It doesn't yeah. work that way. We'll see. Any more news? Yes. Yep. Doctor Who. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Five more Target books. Ooh. Oh, yes. But not written by Terence. No. No, unfortunately not. Five new Doctor Who Target books are set for release this July. Those being Warrior's Gate by Stephen Gallagher, Planet of the Ood by Keith Temple, The Waters of Mars by Phil Ford, The Zygon Invasion by Peter Harness, and Kablam by Pete McTie. The four new Who books are entirely new, with Warrior's Gate being an expanded version of the original novel, plus two short stories. All of these books are being written by the original screenwriters and are due on the 13th of July in paperback and ebook form. Interesting. Mm. Yes. Good they keep doing those. Mm. And we keep getting more new Who stuff as well. Yeah, always seems to get at least one classic. Yeah, it's a nice mix. I always associate Target books with the classic series, and not. Yeah, I think. uh, That's where it started, wasn't it? My sister bought me about four of them back in the day, about Mm -hmm. around about seventies, and that Uh, kicked off the book collection. Of course, 1970. That was my only link with some of the classic Hartnells. Yeah, because I'd never, or I can't remember seeing them. Yeah, yeah. In your defence, you were like. Naught. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, like me, with my, my, uh, my elder siblings, my bedtime reading apparently from them was The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and Doctor Who and the Zarbies. <laughs> I knew about Zarbies before I ever saw yeah. the Viva. Yeah. yeah. So, all these classic Target books that are coming out now, are they just rewrites of those Target books? Because um, I have hmm. some of the old Target I gonna, books. I was going to ask yet. that because I'm sure Warrior's Gate was written. War- Warrior's Gate has already been written, but, but they, as it they, says, it's an expanded They did. Yes. Okay. He rewrote it, expanded on it a couple of years back for the audiobook version. Mm. They're taking that yeah. and they've right, added okay. a short story. There's already one extra short story in the audiobook. They added another one. Fair enough. Okay. They're doing the equivalent of the Blu ray special releases yeah. in book form. Sylvia Sims Dead Veteran actress Sylvia Sims has gone to Java (laughs) Aged 89 Good innings Yeah Mm, Good innings In the world of Doc 2 Sims is best known for playing Mrs Pritchard The 1989 Sylvester McCoy story Ghostlight She was a bit of a cow Mm, Yeah Well the character wasn't Yeah understandable (laughs) This was the final story to be produced for Classic Who And the final scene shot Was between the characters of Mrs Pritchard and Gwendolyn so she ended Classic Who in some ways. <laughs> Even though it wasn't the final sort story, story that was yeah. aired. No, yeah. it wasn't. Sims was born in Woolwich, Yay! South East London, <laughs> and evacuated along with thousands of other children when the Second World War broke out. Numerous roles included appearing in Ice Cold and Alex, The Queen, The Saint, Danger Man, Thatcher, The Final Days, Heartbeat, At Home with the Braithwaite's, EastEnders, New Tricks, and Gentleman Jack. Sims died in Denville Hall on the 27th of January 2023. Mm. I think she was in The Crown as well as the Queen Queen Elizabeth mother. In the film The Queen, she played the Queen Queen Mother. I have a couple of addendums while we're we're in Death Corner. We might as well stay here. Lisa Loring, who was the original Wednesday Adams, has died at the age of 64. She was the first Wednesday Adams when they did the first TV series. That's what I just said. Literally just said that. (laughs) Literally (laughs) the words out of my mouth. The original Wednesday Adams. I'm going to have you put in a home, (laughs) locked in a cupboard, and bricked in. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know that <laughs> first episode harsh. of Lockwood and Co. That's going to be you. <laughs> it's a bit harsh. Just because she stole my addendum. <laughs> yeah, she, I noticed you tried to muscle back in. Anyway, she uh, died of a stroke mm. caused oh, wow. by yeah. high blood pressure, oh, and her daughter said she went peacefully with both of her daughters holding her hands. She wasn't that old. Was she, she was only sixty-four, 64 yeah. which yeah. is not a good, good innings. Mm, no. And an even worse innings, yeah. oh, right. Annie Wershing, who played the ball queen in Picard. Oh, yes. And was also the voice and body of Tess in The Last of Us, Ooh. the game. She was awesome. That that was the first time a video game had made me cry, yeah. was when she copped it. Was she in 24? She was also in 24. And timeless. Yeah, and she was, yeah, she was only 45. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame, that is. Younger than most of us here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She she had cancer. Mm. Yeah, and that's 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 rather sad. It's when you know when you get to our age, people popping up at forty five. It's like oh yeah. Yeah. So it's a very sad addendum corner this week. I have hopefully one addendum that may pull it back for some people. Oh. Not everyone here, just some people. Is this going to be about role playing? Is somebody no. coming back to life? No. Well, oh. Adam. No. Yeah. Am I dead? Uh, no, no, feel no, no. You're looking really good on it. <laughs> no, uh, Caitlin Blackwood. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, as, as being before. contracted by Big Finish to step back into the shoes of Amy Pond. Well, oh, Amelia right. Pond. Well, yeah. Amelia Pond. Yeah. It's, uh, it's called Amy by that point. Yeah, it's going to be a teenage Amelia Pond. Mm-hmm. It is like, for totally. the... It is for the 8th of March box set, which is uh, celebrating. Uh, Yep. And she's going to be running into Missy. Oh, wonderful. Oh, Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah, I've already ordered it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) What a surprise! (laughs) You do shock me. Oh, that's good. That's good. Mm. Missy, Michelle Gomez. Yes. Yes. All right. It's actually a good way to get Amelia Pond or mm-hmm. even Amy Pond into the uh, yeah. audios. Mm. Gillen's going to be far too busy in the off in LA or whatever. God, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably I've, one of the wealthiest women in movies in America. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't not. know what Kate yeah. she, She's in Australia at the moment. Filming. I, I think she's watching tennis, I think. I don't know what Kate <laughs> Blackwood sounds like now, yeah. but I'd yeah. imagine she could. Pull off a decent Amy Pond. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they sound that alike, but you know, they look more like and they sound alike. But yeah. this, yes, fine. Ah. She, she played the character. <laughs> Excuse so, you know, me, I'm about to annoy some people. One Scottish accent's much the same as the other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for alienating all of our listeners north of the border. All right, guys. Three of them. That's the podcast done. And that's the end of the news. (laughs) Yep. Right. We've carried on with our watching films that have Doctor Who actors in them, but not as a doctor. Mm -hmm. And this time we went for a ghost story. (laughs) Which has Christopher Eccleston in it. Eccles pop. And mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. He kissed her a lot. Yes. It's called <laughs> The Others. Pause for music. Is there music? Well, there wasn't the first time. Oh, we had no. to turn it off again and turn <laughs> yeah. it back on again because the iPlayer had ticked it up. Oh. <laughs> right, this one is set after the Second World War. Channel mm. Islands. It's probably oh, about Jersey. 1947, yeah. 1948. Yeah. It's only just 45, apparently. Yeah, really? Oh. I didn't think it was. It was the year after the war yeah, ended. It's I literally only just. Anyway, it's set after the Second World War on Jersey... And mm-hmm. it's uh, 
a woman living in a massive house with Button her... Button house. <laughs> no, not Button now. <laughs> with her two small children. Button moo. Anne and Nicholas, who are probably about nine and seven. Yeah. 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 She's... She's... Weird, what? weird woman. The children have, have are photos are photosensitive. Mm. Yes. If they're exposed to sunlight, it will kill them. They're vampires. Yeah, it's, it's, it's porphyria <laughs> or something, something like, like that. that yeah. Mm. She's been abandoned by all the staff. It's a big house. You'd have a staff. And luckily, three people show up at the yes. door. Eric Sykes, Eric Fiona, Sykes. was it Fiona Flanagan? Yeah, Flanagan. Flanagan. And someone I don't know. Who doesn't say that much. Who doesn't say much because she's mm. mute. And they've come to be the housekeeper, the gardener, and the maid. Yep. And isn't that wonderful? But one of the children, the girl, is seeing ghosts. Mm. But of course, her mother, who's a total cow, doesn't <laughs> believe her. Mm. A devout Christian. Devout? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. She makes, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> she makes her stand in the corridor reading the Bible out mm. loud as a punishment for claiming she'd seen a ghost. Yeah. And Christopher Eccleston plays the, her husband. Who's for all of gone off to ten war. minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, the war at the end of the year ago, and he had not come home. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, he was presumed. She, she thinks he's presumed missing in action, but yeah. you know, could be injured on the front and that kind of stuff. And also, apart from the ghost, the mother occasionally hears noises mm-hmm. of people mm. in the house, and she yep. heard someone playing. running around and thought it was the maid. She blames the maid, maid yeah. and that kind of stuff. And uh, doors that are meant to be kept locked. Oh, yes, they're supposed to lock the doors. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's a bother. The fog. Oh, my God, the <laughs> fog won't go. That was, a bit of, that was a bit of a dead giveaway, that was. The threads <laughs> came down. Mm, yes. But yeah. there's lovely little things. So the the maid and Miss Flanagan and that turns up and Nicole Kinman's character sort of like, yeah, asked her what she does. She, oh, she used to work there, mm. but... Um, Everyone left because, because of, the of the tuberculosis. The tuberculosis. Yeah. Yeah. Right, this this is an old film. This was two thousand and one. Oh, yeah. So spoiler, spoiler music, music, spoiler music. Basically, what happens in this film is it's all about ghosts, and there are so many layers of ghosts. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Christopher Eccleston is dead. It's yeah. a ghost He's... story from the ghost's point, point of, of view, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Basically, the woman... We're giving it away here. Basically, Nicole Kidman murdered her two children and then blew her own head off yeah. in mm-hmm. this house. Okay. And Eric Sykes and co are the ghosts of three servants who used to work in the house, but they died of tuberculosis like 18, 20 years before. Yeah. And they've been sent to make sure she's okay and settling in and all the ghosts are there. But she thinks she's still alive. She doesn't know she's dead. And they have to basically play it by ear. Yeah, They know she's gone absolutely loopy around the twist. And it's the story of Mrs. Mills, Fionola Flanagan, trying to persuade this woman, sort of steer this woman in the direction of understanding what's going on. Mm, And the the so-called ghosts, what they're they're hearing and seeing, the people who are opening the doors Mm. and playing the piano, are the current occupants of the house who Mm. are alive. The ghosts are being haunted by the living. (laughs) I mean, yeah. yeah. Even though I knew what the, the twist at the end of the story was, I mean, that did catch me by surprise somewhat. They were only sort of slightly aware of yeah. the living people in yeah. the house. Yeah, mm. It was excellent. And the, the kid who played Anne, the, the daughter, when the, um, the living are having basically a seance, because yeah. their little boy, Victor, had 
could see the kids. Well, there, there, there's one point where the, the children are in the bedroom and they're fighting over the curtains because mm. the dead children mm, yes. have to keep the curtains, curtains shut. Closed. And Victor yeah. wants the curtain open. And so they have a seance with um, this fantastic old lady played by the brilliant Renee Asherton, who this was the last thing she did. She died age 101. Blimey. She's one of those free writers She's like scribbling mm, on a piece mm. of paper while she's listening to them in her head and it's forming words. And she says to the girl, but children, if you're dead, why are you still here? And the reaction of this that little girl, girl who's yeah. all of nine years old, it was just a very quick, as if someone had slapped her in the face. It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, I don't know what's happened to her. I don't know how, what she, she's gone ni- on Neither to, of but... them went on to do much more. Oh, I think shame. they... Opted for education. Yeah, yeah. No, you Quite can understand sensible. that, but she was a phenomenal she was actress. Very, very mm. good. And but... Eccleson's part is very small. He's yes. only yeah. in it for a couple of scenes, but you can tell some, there's something's wrong with the cat with mm. him. Mm. Yep. He's definitely heavily shell shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He only really emotes and reacts to overwhelming joy when he sees the children for the first time. Mm. And then sadness with the wife. Mm, yeah. yeah. Overwhelming sadness. Because with... the children told him. Because the children kind of, you get the feeling they, they, they kind of know, know what's yeah. happened. So they know but, something's up. But they can't vocalise yeah. it. Yeah. And so, as you are saying, one of the best lines is when, when the uh, uh, husband and wife meet outside in the fog, outside mm. the gate, hug, kiss, cuddle, all nice and everything. And he just turns around to her and says, sometimes I bleed. Yeah, and mm. you know, so yeah. he's he's dead. He's dead. He's, he's dead. well dead. He's and he just on got, the way to the next. Well, line. He said, yeah. "I just came to find my family." Yeah, and he got lost in the fog. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like he's he's been in the trenches, died. Mm-hmm. The soul's wandering in the fog in yeah. the trenches. And he, he can't find and his way home. And it's kind of like jumped that intervening Rich. year, mm-hmm. yeah, and come out in the fog where she is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They've obviously all jumped forward in time. Yeah, he hadn't yeah. just died. Clearly, yeah, yeah. They, 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 the thinks, concept of time. Is yeah, gone. she thinks it's a matter of days because she only posted the letter on Wednesday and to, for the new staff yeah. because they only went a week ago. Mm-hmm. Whereas she, the people that are there doing the seance, looking at what they're wearing and everything, are nineteen. It's it's sixties. No, 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 no. It's late forties. I'd say late forties, yeah. yeah. early fifties. Yeah. yeah. I like the end. The, the maid, when she's explained to the mother that she's dead mm. and, and that we all have to learn, it's very subtle. But she takes her maid's yeah the um, apron off, apron mm. off, yeah, because she's she's been playing the part of being the subservient yeah. maid, mm-hmm. and you can see that 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 relationship now's gone. There isn't this servant master no, thing. Yeah. Going on. I mean, all um, equals, yeah. yeah, yeah, and the fact that she says that. We got to all learn to live together. Sometimes we will see them, and sometimes, sometimes we, we won't, won't know they're there at all. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the reverse of some yeah. people can see ghosts, some, some people, people can't. can't. But Another... Nicole Kidman's character, she was not a good mother. No, no, I mean, no, 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 like a, this extreme a religious nutcase, no. very highly strong, yeah, and yes. um, gave them no freedom. You can understand she's worried that they're going to get hurt, but she was it's, so yeah. rigid and strict. Mm, yeah. But when she found out they were dead, 
she became another level of psycho. Mm. She's brainwashing them into saying, no one will make us leave this house. This house is ours. Mm, They're going to be poltergeists. Oh, yeah. Because she's such a freaking nutcase. (laughs) Another thing that gave it away was when they were looking through the photo albums. Oh, yeah. The Book of the Dead. Yeah, and they saw the picture of the uh, the gardener, the maiden, the uh, housekeeper, all lying there dead. (laughs) Yeah. But this film, when we saw this film the first time when it came out, that's the first time I'd heard of the Book of the Dead. Yeah. And there's so much, if you look on line oh, yeah. there are so many pictures and they, the books of the dead worked because they were meant to help people remember these people yeah. and they've been dead for some of them knocking on 200 years now if we go from like the 1840s when photography was discovered and so it's kind of worked because they're immortal in a way yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you could tell she was highly strong because the the airlock system locking the kids mm, in the yes. room yeah she yeah. didn't yeah, even that's... trust the kids to yeah. know not yeah. to go out in that, that room where the sunlight is mm. they would have known yeah. Yeah. yeah and I like the fact that once they've re- she's realised or they've realised they're dead they can enjoy the sunlight <laughs> they mm. come yeah. out in the sun yeah. I wonder if they really were photosensitive in, in when they were alive that would have been an even more weird thing yeah. if she was just trying to control them well, they, they were both exceedingly pale but that's they because they were never been out in the sunshine yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But one and thing because I, they were dead <laughs> one thing I did like the girl had decided she'd had enough because she'd been possessed by the old lady and it was both bit of that col- yeah, column it, A yeah. bit of column she, B it, she was herself and the mother but basically, you saw her as the old lady okay. and the mother basically tried to strangle her and hit mm. her and she decided that's it I've had enough she's going to run away and find her dad so she's climbed out of the window and standing down on the ground and the little boys like, I want to come too and being children they're always digging at each other yeah. and she's calling cowardly, him a cowardly, cowardly custard, custard. Mm. but then when he starts coming out the window and climbing down the drain pipe she's just grinning because she's really proud that he's um, he's yeah. got the courage to do it mm. and the penny drops for her because the, the, the gardener's been hiding the gravestones the gravestones mm. of oh, him yeah. yes. and the other two yes. <laughs> And he clears them off and the girl finds the grave and the penny drops for her that they're ghosts. She doesn't Mm. realise she's a ghost Mm. because I think because she's seen Victor, so she's accepted that there Mm. are ghosts and she can see ghosts. So she thinks like... Victor is a ghost that they're ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also, Victor isn't. <laughs> she's been telling her brother that ghosts are all sheets and clanking chains. Yeah. Yes. So and of course then that. when you've got the three staff walking towards the boy, they just look like people. She's now got to frantically try to convince him that ghosts aren't all sheets <laughs> and clanking chains. <laughs> and the, the film had gone to great trouble to make these three seem a bit sinister. Yeah. Mm. They're yeah. planning yeah. a plotting, they're doing well, something. Said, they're, yeah. they're always, you're always having half ends of conversations. Yeah. The scene will mm. start and they're in the middle of conversation. The uh, Eric Sykes character is Mr. desperately Tuckle. hiding tombstones. You yeah. don't know whose tombstones mm, they are yes. at that point. But they also gave it. He gave, he gave another clue when Mrs. Mills had uh, said, "How do you know the children are still photosensitive if you don't take them out in the yeah. sun?" And Mr. Tuttle said, "Yeah, my sister-in-law. She had terrible arthritis all up her legs and back, and then one day it just stopped." Because she died. <laughs> yeah. That was it. The, the, it's one of those films that if you if the penny doesn't drop till the very end, mm, yeah. when you look back through the film, yeah. when you know, yeah. you see ah, all these little yeah. tiny clues. Also, it's like when you watch yeah. Sixth Sense. Yeah. Once you've seen it once. That, yeah. yeah, and you look back going, no, I'm sure she spoke to him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also the fact that they didn't introduce themselves as staff. 
the um, Nicole Kidman character. She assumed. They never lied. They tried to say, well, actually, with that, well, come in then. Come come in. Yeah. They don't get a chance to finish yeah. their sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they right. were the gardener. Mm, yeah. She yeah. was the housemaid. Yeah, one, yeah, while we're on the subject of the sixth sense, I mean, I twigged about halfway through, but one thing, as the saying goes, forewarned is forearmed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I remember a couple of guys at work talking about the sixth sense, and they say, oh, the scene where the boy's in the bathroom having a pee and that ghost walks past the door i remembered that so when i saw it at the cinema yeah so when that scene happened when the ghost walked past the door everybody in the yeah. cinema jumped and i was just <laughs> sitting there going uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i've never seen it but i, I know the twist mm-hmm. it's all yeah. i didn't guess the sixth sense until i was one of the ones who went whoa <laughs> um, i didn't see any of that I watched Spaced, where you have the scene. Oh, really? It did that, did they? Yeah. In, in the car. Yeah. <laughs> but that is, say, like, poor, poor old uh, Eccle Cakes is in it for about yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have a lot to do other than look vacant and moody and lying in bed. A bit away with the fairies, unfortunately. Have Nicole yeah. Kidman basically snog the life out. Yeah. I'm sure he well. protested about that. And then disappear off again yeah. to war. Yeah. 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 Try to remember if I figured it out at the time. I saw it at Mar 2, perhaps with you, I can't remember. Did I know? I can't remember if I figured oh, it out or it's not. It's quite sad, though, that if, if his spirit and her spirits can't be can, can be in the same place and come... It's a shame that he can't come home. Mm. Is he in some way well, trapped or I, tied I, I don't to it? Or I is d- it a case of he intermediately yeah. stopped on yeah, his way yeah. to I don't else. think so. I think they're trapped there. Mm. He's gone on He's to gone his yeah, reward, yeah. Mm. next Maybe. life or whatever. Because yeah. she was obsessed with the four layers of hell. Yeah. yeah. And then well, what's in, it? The child in... limbo at the centre <laughs> of the earth <laughs> and the hottest English place. They're in purgatory. Yeah. yeah, they do talk about limbo yeah. in the film, don't they? Yeah. yeah. She, she deserves to be there because she's a murderer, mm. but mm, yeah. I've all, I always felt sad that the children have to stay with her yeah. unlike in ghosts they clearly they don't retain their final form so Nicole Gibbon hasn't lost half her head yeah. they are it would have been really difficult to hide yeah. the twists maybe, maybe. You know, she wore, wore a variety of jaunty hats <laughs> with a pillow over their faces they can't take off it's one of those things that you know I don't know maybe it's in a book or something they may have haunted the place mm-hmm. and she was wasn't aware they were there or did they, they come back for they her? come mm. back they kind of like maybe spirits are sent to come back to help other spirits mm. ease through well i think mm. that's exactly what they were trying to do but she yeah. was so batshit crazy yeah they had <laughs> yeah. to and, they had to play it by ear and maybe it's if you're tied to the house mm. that you yeah. know you get the choice of going back so it may be that you know she calms down and doesn't become you a got, poltergeist because so, and... i reckon three original staff will go on to their reward the problem is gonna be or will... that she's never gonna want to leave and she's gonna or... trap the children or will she go down um, the the haunting of Bly Manor Mm. you know the gravity of this one ghost trapped all the other ghosts there Mm. but Mm. what reminds me what I found interesting is this could very easily be a stage play Oh yeah, it's all yeah. set oh, yeah. in the one house, yeah. except for one or two scenes where they're mm. out in the fog for yeah. whatever yeah. reason. It can be yeah, it can one be, yeah. location, like Woman in Black. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, it's ghosts without the humour. Yeah, yeah. 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 very much. Like we, we, I know we've just told you exactly what happens, but you know, watch it anyway. And if you've already seen it, we'd love to know what you thought of the others. Yeah, it's, it's, I was going to say before we do that, it's not exactly 
fast paced because no. it definitely mm. builds up oh, yeah. the tension. The tension. Yeah. yeah. It ranks. But write to us Sorry. via show. At Staggering Stories dot net. Mm-hmm. Woo. 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 Have a, a quick review. All right, oh. go on then. Okay, Ooh, go on. lay it on us. You've got thirty seconds. Starting. Well, probably take a little more than thirty seconds. But... Thirty-five seconds. <laughs> starting now. I went to, to Myth Makers Two, oh, yeah. which isn't so much convention as more sitting and watching a series of interviews for the next Myth Makers real-time mm-hmm. video release. And this one was for the last season of Original Who. Mm-hmm. It was flipping brilliant and interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. One of the interviewers was Sophie. Mm-hmm. She, Sophie Aldred. Yeah. She wasn't the. She wasn't being interviewed. She actually was interviewing others. You had Ben Aronovich. The very, very first thing he ever wrote was the Dalek story for Doctor Remembrance, Who. Remembrance, yeah. He wrote one draft of it. He didn't even know you were supposed to check it mm. and go back and <laughs> send it off. Asked to do the second one and realised it wasn't as easy as he thought it was. <laughs> but mainly it was all the right. It was mainly the writers' side of it, and they were really, really interesting in what they've done. But the most interesting character was a lady whose name I can't remember. Which is sad, because that's the whole point, really. She was J&T's secretary. And she was one of only four people that was constantly employed through the entire season. She later went Mm -hmm. on to be a floor runner. None of the BBC secretaries ever got credits at the end of any of the stuff they they were the assistants yeah, to. Yeah, she re- rewrote office. the scripts. Yeah. She sorted out the locations. She did the dress rehearsals. She does the blocking out. Yeah, producers work. Basically, yeah, yeah. they they were floor managers, showrunners, etc. But because they were the girls that had been taught in the typing pool. They would never mm. get credit for what, what they'd been involved in and done. Yeah. Mm. Um, and she kept a book of all the, not all, but some of the highlighted letters that she got from different people. And thank you. She got some lovely ones from the cast, like Anthony Annie and what have you. But she was absolutely fascinating, <laughs> really, really interesting. But it's all going to form one of their real time of the last season. And although Thanks it wasn't yeah. the big names... Yeah, it was a really, really good day. And to actually have professional people interview, so it wasn't the, what's your favourite doctor? <laughs> what's your favourite monster? Well, Sophie would have been there, mm. she would have known. Mm. Well, yeah. this is it, yeah. Production secretary. Um, and say, so Ben didn't, didn't dwell on Rivers of London, but his was more about his writing style. One of the other writers... I can't remember his name. He was a paramedic before he became a writer, and mm. he wrote the first story. He wrote the story that in, uh, introduced Doc Cotton to EastEnders. Excellent, um, <laughs> and stuff like that. So it was it, the other things they did. They are going to be doing some MythMaker interviews at Hooverville. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's up and seeing that, go to it. But if they do another Myth Makers Day, I would really recommend going. Oh, cool. That was a recommendation from Jean. <laughs> Three minutes, 20 seconds. Ah, oh. ah it was close. <laughs> <laughs> as well as watching Eccles pop on the screen, we've listened mm. to him, his big Finnish work. Oh, yes. Pause oh, for yeah. music. Oh, yeah. 
This one is Hidden Depths, which is mm. three stories. The first being The Seas of Titan. The second being Lay Down Your Arms. And the last being Flat Pack. <laughs> I'm in smug mode for Flat Pack. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I worked that one out really quickly. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a yeah. minute. We'll but it was a brilliant. All this disc, these, they these are stories are all so good. <laughs> so, skipping ahead, my favourite is Flat Pack. But that does a disservice to the two others because yeah. they are, all of them, outstanding. I thought the first and third particularly were very strong. Very yeah, mm-hmm. much so. I, I found myself losing concentration business. So one or they may be me on the day, I don't know. So, Keith, what was the first one about? The first one is The Seas of Titan, which is basically has a run-down, falling-to-pieces Earth colony that is basically dying. It's got about another generation's worth mm-hmm. of life on there. Trying to harvest the methane seas of Titan. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, the commodity for hydrocarbons has dipped because all starships have now moved on to the nature technology, which is fusion power. Mm. So it starts off with a couple of scientists trying to explore the methane seabed Mm. using a scrap-built submarine. They're going down. As it's a brand new one, I don't want to go into too much detail. It'll die horribly. <laughs> Not Explosively. quite. Not mm. quite. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's only recently been released, hasn't it? Yeah, I think uh, a few weeks ago. There's more lurking there, in yeah, the depths than oh, yeah. we there's may more, believe. There, there, there mm. is a particular type of life di- that mm. they discover. There's yeah. something big. Titan. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit of a, a retread of uh, existing stories, yeah. but it does a very does nice it? take on it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a new location and it's an interesting twist. Yeah. With the previous ones, uh, the previous stories that this is roughly based on, mm-hmm. I have both versions of it I have found slow and plodding mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is quite fast paced. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one disco, so it helps. Yeah. <laughs> this one. You've you've got basically in order to stop an ex- a war extermination what have you. That's not a hint. That's not a hint. You've got <laughs> the one of the girl, one of the ladies that's running this submarine basically has to drug a knockout <laughs> the governor, the governor <laughs> to get him to the peace talks. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, the fact that the submarine even works. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it seems Basically, to have been made of bits of tin that have been well, found lying was, around. It was starting to creak rather ominously <laughs> below yeah. a certain depth. There, there is one bit I really love, and it's right at the beginning. It's not the only bit I really love, but one of the bits is when the Doctor first gets aboard, the, the TARDIS materialises on the submarine, and the two pilots are suddenly panicking because they think one of the ballast tanks have flooded. Mm, yes. They suddenly gained <laughs> X amount of pounds. And, and why the hell is that door opening? There's nobody yeah. else on board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a small cast, but it's, yeah. it's extra, they're extremely good. Extremely mm-hmm. good. And, well, most of the plot takes place in the submarine or in the seas, in the yes, water. And that kind of mm, yes. It is very claustrophobic. The audio... And the whole sound effects match the setting of the story. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what the terminology is for it, but it it does... The sound sounds closed yeah. in. Yeah. It's it's dampened. Yeah. It's yeah. No, no yes. echoes. No, you don't get the impression of a vast open Ooh, space. Yeah. The sound no, is very not. dampened. It's yeah. very well done that you get that feeling that they're in a little yeah. space. So what's the second one? Lay down, lay, down lay down your arms. Lay down your arms. That was it. 1864. 
in sort of Russia, I think, isn't it? No, it was uh, Prussia. It's Germany. Because it's it's the uh, it's utilizing the the Tsar, but it's it's in or something. Yeah, it's in a bathing house Mm. in Prussia. Ah, yes, spa, spa. Thank you. That's the term I'm looking for. Yes. Because uh, the doctor is following the uh, the desire because of uh, events that happened in a previous big finish disc, and he's just checking up. <laughs> but he also encounters a real person. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Bertha. Well, in this, her name is Bertha. Kinski? Yep. Yeah, Bertha mm-hmm. Kinski. A housekeeper. Another Bertha was a housekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> in the others, she's Bertha, the housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. She isn't a housekeeper in, at this point. To, she's, at beginning, she's a guest at this spa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With yes. her mother. Um, with her mother. Who she's trying to kill. nothing but trying Trouble. to marry her off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the whole premise of, like the first story, was about trying to, to stop a war between yeah. inhabitants so, so, on yeah. the same planet. This one... You've got people using humans to fight a war by proxy. Mm, yes. Yeah. And again, the doctors get to go and fight. This, this lady, um, Bertha Kinski, actually won a Nobel Prize she for was a the book first on... First woman, for wasn't first she? First woman piece, which all features in it, and she became mm, yeah. no, Arthur yeah. Nobel's housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really nice. At the end of the story, per se, mm. the Doctor goes back and visits Keeps, her and just mm, yeah. drops in and yeah. gives you her history. Because yeah. yeah. I I must, I had, didn't know who she was. No. I looked her up afterwards, and mm. she was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Especially for the time she was living in. Oh, God, yeah. This one feels more to me like a classic Original Who story. A historical with aliens thrown in. Yeah, historical with aliens. um, And just the whole way it's all uh, kind of done. It just Mm. has that... The message about war. Yes. And some very very unusual bath sorts as well. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The third one... My favourite. If you have a particular love of Ikea or Amazon, (laughs) you don't want to listen to that. Yeah. It's not based on Ikea at all, is it? Basically, it is the night of the living Ikeas. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the idea that once you go into Ikea, you can never find your way out. Uh, Yeah. It just reminds me of all those those true stories, Mm, like the... um, the soap opera that was was yeah. filmed in IKEA and nobody knew it was being filmed because it's <laughs> such yeah. a huge thing. The, the, the people have been discovered living in yeah. IKEA. <laughs> well, when it got to this one, because the first two both feature wars or yeah. battles, and I thought. How does this one feature wars? But I suppose it's shopping wars. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was to get the most amount of people and and win that shopping war, that battle mm. to have people yeah. in your yeah. shop. Yeah. The, the reason I why mean, they took a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah. The reason why they occasionally move everything around. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. This one's got Livchenka. Yes. by Nicola yep. Walker yep. and Tanya yep. Yep. from the Stranded series. Yep. Yep. And they're just as... Again, yeah. I, I love Liv's character. She takes no shit from anyone. <laughs> yeah, she is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, And, and gets uh, probably what has been the character's special desire to punch the doctor at one point. Yeah, yeah. she gets to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Obviously not a doctor they know because they're used to Paul McGann yeah. mostly. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, it was a, there was a nice little bit in there where mm. um she told him that she just needs a minute because someone she knows has died. Some, someone's a great friend. Yeah. Here. And the fact we that humans, we have very small brains. <laughs> the fact that he's also still out there, he might pop yeah, up one day. They could well yeah. meet yeah. the yeah. eighth yeah. doctor again after meeting the ninth. Yeah. yeah. So, and also the fact that they're all everyone's still out 
there. Yeah. All I could yeah. think of was the uh, Father Ted episode where they're lost in the lingerie oh. department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, I do like the fact that it's slightly harking into the arc of Doctor Who during Eccleston's time is the fact that he's going, no, it's not the nine. Definitely not the nine. Not the eleven. There's yeah. no yeah. way it not could be the, master, the eleven. Yeah. <laughs> not the master. Not the Rani. <laughs> yeah. 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 I lost count of the amount of times uh, Christopher Eccleston mentioned the Shadow Proclamation. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. About five yeah, yeah. times in one mm, sentence yeah. at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with the, um, Gene, it worries me. We've all come down with this bloody cough of yours. <laughs> <laughs> if you've infected us again, again. again. I didn't cough. I didn't have a cough. I haven't got a cough. I've got a sniffle, but I haven't got a you cough. Have yeah, you have been coughing. You have been coughing. After you coughed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll come down TV, make sure we get yep. the picture of us dead. <laughs> with with the awesome. flat pack one, I did like the fact that as they became more <clears throat> comfortable in mm-hmm. the stop, the fact that going around like, well, we must sort of... I really Ooh. could do with that comfy table. Oh, yeah. Getting and, distracted. Why haven't I yeah. got a comfy chair in the TARDIS? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to find the TARDIS and everything, basically, every time he opens them, it's just the cupboard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Replica, yeah. Oh. Don't we, eat the meatballs. That's the, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do like but We really, meatballs. really can't tell you too much about these because mm. oh, it God. would spoil mm. it, but yeah. oh, it's so but worth again, it. Again, this I, is I a weak one it. about among the three. Normally with these, there's there's one or two that are very, very strong and there's one where you go, yeah, that wasn't as good as the other one. I don't think there's a weak no, one in the one. three no, of not, these. Not really. Mm. Like uh, I said, flat pack personally is my favourite, Yeah, but I, that's distracting from the other two the other yeah. two would be if they were on discs by themselves they would be outstanding stories yeah. maybe yeah it's a it's an absolute hit this one yeah, yeah. who also, wrote this one all three were written by different people oh right who's who wrote them so you got Lisbeth miles wrote seas of titan uh-huh. lisa mcmullin wrote lay down your arms and john dorney wrote flatback hmm. good job hmm. you lot yeah, nice yeah. work. Also, great acting too, particularly oh, Eccleston in that. Yeah. Uh, in the final one, particularly, I, I didn't I necessarily recognise him all the time. I, I yes, don't, <laughs> yeah, I yes. don't want to say anything because I don't want to spoil it, but we'll discuss it later. Yeah, that thing, yeah. I got it, didn't I? Yeah, straight you did. away, you did. Yeah. But I, I do like that he's very much the fun side of his oh, yeah. doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there are the hints lot... of the time war. Yeah, yeah. there's right, hints right. of the moody time but war. Most but most of it there's... is his fascination with life. Yeah, it, it's yeah. that kind of like that, that childish doctor yeah. that you kind of yeah. like. The, the, yeah. the one that was bopping along to the Duke box in uh, <laughs> New Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, in New Earth, yes. Right. Yeah, that doctor. Yeah. We like that and doctor. He, and he's mm-hmm. captured it, he's gone back and been there. I mean, all of them that do the, that come back to revisit their doctors do them very well on yeah. the audio. But yeah, yeah. it's... Okay, so buy this, listen to it. It's really, really good. Then write to us and tell us what you thought of it via show. At staggeringstories.net Right, before we go on to feedback, Mm -hmm. someone is glaring violently. He's got a knife. He's got a knife. In his teeth. In fact, he's got it locked between his teeth and he's still grimace. Amazing. (laughs) One, two, three. Hello, 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 H
We've heard from Catherine, the hello, dragon maker. She says, hello, Staggerers. Hello, hello head of Pertwee. Hello, Terence. Hello, Handles. And hello to all the other semi-inanimate objects around the room. <laughs> That's you, dear. Oh, thank you. Hello, Catherine. Once again, you've talked about a show and movie I've never seen, so I can't really add anything to your conversation about the owners or Maurice and his educated rodents. Mm. Watch it. Brilliant. Watch it. Though watch I remember it, enjoying it. the book. Once again, I've got new news for you all. Particularly new that we have a date for Mandalorian Season 3. Woo! Very much looking forward to that. That's true. Yeah. And I'm quite content to watch the second season of The Bad Batch leading up to more and more of Mando and Grogu. Over the last year and a half, I've taken a deep dive back into my Star Wars fandom. Oh yeah. And I've particularly been enjoying most of the animated series. Clone Wars and Rebels have been in heavy rotation mm. with The Bad Batch being the show that got me started down this path. I really need to be spending a bit more time on Doctor Who right now <laughs> as my other friend Karen and I will be participating in the trivia event at Gallifrey One this year. Oh, good luck, I've good been luck. neglecting my studies. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which... Back to the DVDs. Mm. Be well. Anon. Catherine. Terence says hi. <laughs> now, Adam, do we have a bit of audio feedback? We do have a bit of audio feedback. Is it Ooh. from Graham? It is. Ooh. Our squidgy Graham? No. Ah, our less squidgy Graham. Presumably. Okay. It might be a squidgy Graham. <laughs> I don't think we should be that rude. <laughs> Graham, let us know if you're squidgy. Or if you're firm. <laughs> oh, why did you have to go there? <laughs> I really wish I hadn't. Too I feel much dirty. <laughs> oh, Staggerers. Graham from the Project Podcast. Hey, Graham. Hello. 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 So, two things. Yep. Something good yep. and something bad. First of the stuff. Star Wars, The Bad Batch. Yep. Season two has started. And they've spent money. <laughs> Disney's put more money into it. I know, I know. Well, the rendering certainly looks about 5,000% better than it did in the first season, so I'm really happy. So far, so good. Mm. Now the bat. Oh. I live 20 kilometers down the road from Hamlin. Hamlin, as it's known in Germany. You know, Pied Piper. <laughs> so you would think that the amazing Maurice would be shown <laughs> in the local cinema. You would? Idiots! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it wasn't. Nothing. Oh. Absolutely bloody nothing yeah. in the town that this story is based around. <laughs> what the actual... <laughs> Catch you guys later. Bye for now. Hi, Graham. Hi, Graham. I think he's not that happy about that. Not, not a happy bunny. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. A missed opportunity there from their marketing department. I was going to say, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Posters everywhere. Yeah. Pies and pied things. Yeah. Let some rats out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Perfect. Add to the ambiance. Hmm. <laughs> Lead us out crumbly. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another show. Oh. Thank God. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. Woo-hoo. More fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that... E for Eccles Pop. Execrable. Egg. Eggnog. 
ectoplasm. Eating. Exterminated. Every (laughs) Eclectic. In Epsom comes. Or Yule. Elongatedly elastic legged running towards us. (laughs) (laughs) This is me, crumbly saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to string you up by the nads. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 412, featuring Adam Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, Stephen Clare and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this has been an El Presidente and Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. <laughs> Is Adam going to have to say anything? No. Does he have to dance naked? No. Why? Doesn't really work on audio. Yeah, but it would be funny. <laughs> May's gasps might be enough. <laughs> my, my eyes really aren't that good. <laughs> they don't need to be that good. <laughs> don't put yourself down. That's what we're here for. <laughs> she, she picking on me? She, woman with that voice is picking on me. <laughs> Dave's not around to protect you. (laughs) I'm going to be woken up tonight with this voice going, she has a voice of an angel. (laughs) Why? 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 Thank you. (laughs) More fun, frivolity, jollity, more news and reviews and stuff and things. Wah 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 yeah. yeah, that would have been so cool though if the pandemic had broke out when we were there and we had to stay <laughs> in America for two yeah. years. Sorry, I can't make it back. <laughs> I'm not going to be into work today. Why the hell not? Because I'm still in America. I've been quarantined. Benny Smash. Benny will not smash. <laughs> Benny is a nice old man. Yeah, yeah. Benny is a nice old man. But this is an AI avatar that's gone rogue and is climbing the side of six foot. Benny, and is climbing was, the side Benny of was never likely to smash. The AI would have to have some of him in there. If anyone, <laughs> it would be Frida Smash. <laughs> she's a freaking psycho. Oh, I think I've got a sticky cold coming on. Oh, oh, what happened last oh, time I yeah. did that? Yeah. <laughs> a horrifying distress. distress. Oh, say it again. <laughs> With only two episodes broadcast, HBO have bucked... Yeah, make that change, that's a three. Well, it was two when they announced it. Oh, yeah, OK. Sorry. <laughs> two or three. What are we going with? Say two. Okay, he's evil when roused. <laughs> okay. At the time of recording, he could murder you only <laughs> without leaving evidence. It was going to be my addendum as well. Got, well it was my addendum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the Wednesday Ladies. one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not my addendum. Okay, it's okay. Well, do you wanna do you wanna feel like that like time has moved on and we've been left behind? <laughs> Every now and then I watch um porn 
Porn? Porn. Yeah. <laughs> it's natural. Oh, well, it's, no, it's, it's, it's about, um, in Las Vegas, about the, the shop that sells... Porn stars. Porn, that's it? it, porn stars okay. or something. Yeah. And someone brought in the Bob Hope comic. Yeah. Blimey, Bob Hope and comic. the yeah. lad behind the counter said... Didn't he do The Price is Right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> and had never heard of Bob Hope, the singer. But he's, he was alive for most, well, all of the most 20th, of the 20th century. century. Yeah. Yeah. Most but of the this kid was born <laughs> in the 21st century. <laughs> but that's the thing, this kid was born within this two decades. Yeah. Yeah. My lollipop man at my primary school was called Bob Hope. At least yeah. that was his nickname. His surname was Hope, but I don't think his first name was actually oh, Bob. It was just hilarious just when, when you were in him. primary school. They drank my coffee, did they? They had two cups of coffee because I offered... In the fancy mugs! In the fancy <laughs> mugs, yeah. It was either that or it was the Jadoon and Dalek mugs. Mm. And I wasn't really in the mood for the comments. Uh, <laughs> should have been the Jadoon and Dalek mugs. That's all they're good for. They, but they're they... a bit chipped. Exactly! <laughs> and then the next thing I've got to get done is the hall stairs and landing, which I could do 99% of myself, but it's the big, huge drop. Yeah. <laughs> I figure putting a mattress at the bottom of the stairs, <laughs> having a paint roller, and uh, jumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the shed, we've got um, Ben's little trampoline. Oh! <laughs> at a funny angle. What was the last season of Doctor Who? Season... 96. No, no, the, the giant era. 1987. 1989, what do you mean? Season 12, 13. 26. Was it 26? Yeah. 